and welcome to the I Am Woman Project, where every week we have deep thought-provoking and interesting conversations with thought leaders, change instigators, rule breakers and creative minds who think differently, sparking creativity and inspiration. Our special guests on our show cover a variety of topics just for you, and they share their personal stories to inspire, motivate and empower you, our listener. The I Am Woman podcast is produced for your enjoyment and show notes are found at www.catherineplano.com. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get into the show. Today we have the creative Ali Jean, who is a brand identity expert, web designer, artist and visibility coach. No matter what level you are at, Ali will always come up with new ideas, suggestions and challenges that will improve your return on investment, brand voice and creativity in a super positive and uplifting way. After many years of choosing either a sales path or an artistic path, Ali felt exhausted and realized that she could combine both worlds, which brought Red Unicorn Media to life. Her work now helps to advance the careers of female entrepreneurs, inspiring them to level up their mindset, surrounding their brand identity and visibility so that they can manifest the life of their dreams. Ali believes that every woman is the author of her own life and through small adjustments, big changes can easily occur. For you, our listener, a little message from Ali. The journey ahead is fun and the possibilities are endless. The strategy is manifesting itself and your perfect online presence is waiting to emerge. Your time is now. Talk about one gifted and very talented individual who brings an abundance of magical moments. Enjoy. Good morning. This morning we have Ali Jean on the show. How are you, Ali? I'm fantastic. Now we were just saying how you are on the other side of the world. Where are you based? I am in Michigan, so this is where we call the Motor City, and I've been here my whole life, but I also like calling it the Love Mitten. <laughs> the Love Mitten? Why the Love yeah. Mitten? Well, when you look at Michigan on the map, um, it, it looks like a mitten or a hand, and then you've got the lake surrounding it, and we're full of love over here. We're always about comfort. Oh, you're very, you must have a creative eye. And on that, actually, we were just talking about what you do. I'd love for you to share what we were talking about with our listeners. Absolutely. So, um, you know, last year I started something very interesting. So I've been an entrepreneur for about three and a half years full time. And one of the struggles that I had, regardless of all the great things that I've done in my life to lead me up to this, um, is you know, really getting visible online. And I, I felt that this was a huge struggle for me in the beginning. And I think a lot of people will find that they wouldn't believe that about me because I'm so outgoing and I have this knack for looking comfortable when I'm simply the opposite. 
So last year I decided after I had figured it out, so I figured it out for myself. Um, I had gone and done Facebook lives. I, you know, I started to get authentic. I was getting vulnerable. And at one moment I felt so empowered um, over not caring what people thought anymore. And what happened in that instance on that special day is that all these doors opened for me. And, it, and I literally started working with women all over the world. My voice was being heard in an authentic way. And I not only was making money and doing what I love, which is creative work. So I, this is for, I started with Red Unicorn Media and it's, it's a graphic company where I develop brands for women. Uh, we work on identity and voice and brand story, web development, and now Visibility U. And that's YOU. And what Visibility U is, is a place where women of all levels, so you can be just starting your business today, or you could have been in business for 10 years. There's always something that you can work on when it comes to visibility online, because in our lifestyle businesses, technology is advancing so fast. I mean, especially with video and recording, and it's hard to keep up. And it's easy to hide. <laughs> it's easy for even the best women out there who are literally known all over the world, who have huge brands, big audiences, and and they're still they're hiding a little bit. You know, they don't have um, the tenacity to go. You know what? I'm just going to go live because in our heads we get really perfectionist and we get really judgmental and we want to be taken seriously and professionally. But invisibility online, that kind of isn't the that's not the game. And so I teach women how to do this now. I opened up a Facebook group. It's free right now, and it's called Visibility You. And then I have this course launching in July that is going to, you know, really advance the skills and the comfort level. So I talk a lot about experimenting to experience your business. And in that, you know, you have to let your guard down. And that's what I had to do. I really thought that when I came on the scene online, that it was going to be easy for me. Because the truth is, my background, I've worked in marketing and sales my whole life. I've worked for Rolling Stone and Us Weekly and all of these great brands that I can name drop. And, you know, my father's a real estate agent. My mother worked in advertising for years. I literally was an entrepreneur from the age of nine. So I was like selling door to door, being authentic and, and, and not being afraid, you know, being fearless. That wasn't my problem. My problem was being able to communicate and navigate the online world in an authentic way. And I think everyone struggles with this. It's so true. And as I was saying, I'm one of those people, actually. I've been in business for 10 years and uh, my team has been saying for the uh, for the last two years, Catherine, you've got to get Facebook Live, you've got to do videos, that's the way moving okay. forward. But there's this fear, this fear of uh, – and it's interesting because this happened uh, probably about last year where – you can put me in front of 900 people and on, on a stage, I can talk to anyone. Put me in front of a camera, I go, I, I turn into a jellyfish. 
I, I, I just, it's, it's really strange. I've gotten used to being in a video now, but Facebook Live is scary. And I know that some of my, some of our listeners, including some of my clients, have got the same thing. So, for one that has this fear, do you, do they prepare themselves with a script? Um, do you, do you, you know, do they plan for the next month what they're going to talk about? Like, how do you work it? Yeah, so I can already tell that um, you have thought about this thoroughly and probably had some conversations with your team about it, and you're really already in your head, and and you are a professional, and you are looking at yourself um, from within, and when you are trying to come across, especially broadcasting live, you want to actually separate yourself, if you can, and look down on yourself and be an observer. And you want to almost be like a mad scientist. And this is what I tell everybody. You want to experiment. And so when you start thinking about script and topics and, um, you know, what you're going to wear and all these things, yes, that's important, but not in the beginning. In the beginning, you pick a topic that you know inside out. It doesn't even matter if it has to do with your business or not. It doesn't have to because really what I have found out is that everything about me can land me clients because they're attracted to the things that I love too. So when I first started out, and this is where I lead a lot of my clients down the same road because it worked for me, I looked around my home and I thought, what do I want to share with the public and what do I really know? And the first thing that ca- kind of came into my mind was no one cares about that. And then I'd look at something else and I'd think no one cares about that. And I thought, oh, my God, like, I don't think anyone cares about anything that is very personal and that is a- absolutely 100% me. And then it dawned on me, I'm down talking myself and I'm getting in my head. And I thought, I thought, screw it. I am going to share one of the things that I'm obsessed with. And that is rocks and crystals and minerals and fossils. I buy them. I dig for them. I, um, I'm obsessed with them. I love to research crystal energy and all these things. But when I thought about sharing them live, it did excite me. It felt like kindergarten where I was kind of doing this show and tell, but I had this intuition that it was going to work and that it was something that people would like to see. And I thought it might be a waste of time because it had nothing to do with Red Unicorn Media or, you know, selling a brand identity. And I was so stuck at that time trying to make money and trying to be professional. And I was really critical about how I was being perceived because I wanted to be perceived as the expert. And so I thought, screw it, I'm going to do this. And so I go online, I press record, and I had no script. I had no bullet points. I had crystals in front of me. And I said, hey, I'm Allie Jean. This is the first time I've ever done a Facebook Live. I did it from my personal profile. And I said, I'm going to share with you something that I am obsessed with. And I started showing everybody live all of my favorite crystals, Do you know that I landed a client the next week and she Mm. told me it was because she was watching that and that she also collects crystals. And, you know, I spoke about 
going, you know, we actually go to Arkansas. I'm a rock hound, a true rock hound. So I go to mines and I actually dig them with my bare hands. And so I started sharing, you know, photos of those digs. And, and I, and I absolutely at that moment, when people began to engage with me on the broadcast, that's when it felt more comfortable. That's when I felt the virtual connection and the energy between me and my audience at a level I never experienced before. I love it. And you know, it's it's interesting because one of the things that we spoke about with my team was, because uh, I get into the, well, I call it woo-woo, uh, it's crystals and essential oils, pendulums, those kind of things. And um, yeah, I'd never thought of, I've always thought that you go on Facebook Live to speak about your business, what you know best, but not about the things that you're passionate about. And by the way, what is your favorite crystal? Oh, it's quartz and I have them everywhere. I And that's because that's what I dig for. So, oh, wow. but lately I have been um, unbelievably attracted. I've been buying jewelry and rough and all, you know, polished and palm um, stones and it's Labradorite. It's just magical <laughs> when you look at it in the sun and it hits and it, you can almost see through the rock. It's very beautiful. That's amazing. And do you do a lot of work with crystals? Um, I'm actually still on a learning um, journey of crystals. So I've always been attracted and collected since I was a little girl. Um, I was introduced by my parents, but um, I am still in the learning stages of, you know, crystal energy and crystal grids and charging crystals in the moon. And I'm experimenting. I experiment just as much in my personal life as I do in my business. And um, it's just it's very, it's very, um, what is the word? It's exciting. And I'm honored that I've been able to literally merge my personal life and my business a hundred percent now. And that used to be, and it used to be taboo. I mean, that is what kept me from being visible was I just didn't think anyone cared. So what exactly inspired you to inspired you to do what you do? In the visibility? Yes, in the visibility. What was it that did you just wake up one morning and go, you know what? I did. Do- I did. I know that sounds silly, but I did wake up one morning and what happened was it was a beautiful morning in Michigan. This was last year, actually, around the same time, and it was sunny. And I was happy and I was feeling energetic. And for a long time, I was feeling drained and panicked and not sure if I was working with the right people. So I didn't know if I was working with my ideal client. I had a feeling I wasn't. Um, And I just didn't know if I was doing the right things and how I could actually keep everything going the way they were going. And when I woke up that morning, I didn't feel that way. I felt amazing. And I immediately knew at a certain point, I think it was before one o'clock in the afternoon. I actually remember because it was seriously an aha moment. And I, I thought to myself, oh my God, I'm comfortable for once. I'm comfortable in my business. I know that a client is on the way. And not only that is I know that they're actually going to be someone whom I like on a deeper level than just a business transaction. And this was always missing from my life. Um, 
And I thought, why? So I examined it, examined it and I thought, okay, it's because of this visibility. I mean, I wasn't telling my family I'm going online and, and sharing my life. To me, I was actually really nervous about it still, but it felt right and I was getting clients out of it and it felt good. And it felt like this one moment in time. I mean, I literally got scared, I think, at one point and thought, I hope this lasts because it's everything I've ever wanted. And so I got on Facebook Live that afternoon. It was a Thursday. It was a Thursday. And I said, for $125, I remember this, I should find the post. For $125, I'm going to teach 10 women in a secret Facebook group how to do this. I'm excited. And the doors open Monday morning. And here's the PayPal link. And this is what you're going to discover. This is this is how you're going to get over your fear because this is an experiment and you don't have to take it seriously and your audience isn't going to see you because we're going to support each other in this closed group, right? Well, it sold out in like almost by the end of the Facebook Live and I didn't even have my course created. It literally was an aha moment. Um, I created the course as I spoke live. Uh, so it was almost like a divine download. And then I did it four more times um, throughout the year. And it was very successful. In fact, one woman actually during the course was so inspired, she moved locations. Uh, so she lived in one part of California and ended up moving to her dream spot on the ocean in California. And she said it was through, you know, taking the course. And I mean, to me, that seemed unfathomable. I couldn't believe it. And then I thought to myself, I have to start teaching my clients. This has to be part of the brand identity. This has to be the foundation of how people reinvent or begin their entrepreneurial journey. And that's when the seeds started getting planted of creating a very professional platform with, you know, lots of planning for Visibility You, which wasn't even named at the time. Um, that just got named a couple months ago. So I really fly by the seat of my pants and I follow my intuition now. And it's been amazing. And I can't wait till the doors open. And all the work that we have started already in the, in the group on Facebook, I can't believe there's almost 130 women in just the past couple weeks that have joined. And they're really interacting. And we're revealing lots of vulnerabilities. And I do the challenges with them. Like I do everything. I do all the work with my clients because there's always something to learn. And I feel like there's always going to be a part of me that needs to evolve when it comes to visibility. So for our listeners, how long does it take? For example, you were saying that they pay $179. How long do they work with you? The courses I was running uh, last year was, and it was just the visibility training, was for the what was it? It was um, I'm like so stuck on my new course that I'm creating. Um, it wasn't long. It was about four weeks. And I will tell you, be totally transparent. There was about five women that didn't make it, but I've heard that that you know we're talking about fifty women, so that's that's a pretty good number actually. What do you mean didn't make it? 
They didn't, they, they actually didn't get past um, the beginning. And the beginning is really difficult because what you have to do in the beginning of this is to be able to broadcast live on Facebook and be yourself and talk about something that doesn't have to do with business. You have to step out of your high heels or your professional um, persona and kind of just be who you would be with me in my dining room drinking tea. You know, you got to just relax and 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 follow my lead and and just understand that this does have something to do with your business. And so that was their negative aspect of it is they thought that this is a waste of time. Like this has nothing sharing, you know, my interest in, you know, whatever it was, animal cruelty or crystals, or maybe you're an illustrator on the side. They did, if that wasn't about their business, then they felt that it was, um, it wasn't productive, but that's kind of the part of us that is avoiding what can really open the gateway of the success that visibility can bring. And it's really not about like going on Facebook live and crying or telling someone all your secrets. It's really just about sitting down with, you know, your chai tea or your, your green drink and inviting people into your life live and just being like, Hey, this is, I'm here. And this is, this is what I'm going to talk about today. You know, I'm going to talk about um, how I feel about whatever. I mean, people go on, they talk about politics, they talk about um, all kinds of things. And, you know, in the later weeks, we get into business, we get into promos and how to do that professionally, but you really start in an unprofessional way. You start off in a very, you know, you almost feel like the first day of work as an intern. <laughs> Kind of I just love it. it. Yeah. And, and for, so you were mentioning before that you actually started on your personal first and then did you move to your business page? Is that what you did? You practice on your personal page first? You know what? I, I rarely go and do it on my business page because um, you can only be in so many places at once. And my, my cup of tea is definitely going into, you know, my favorite Facebook groups um, or my personal profile and doing it live there. Um, I've even just started doing lives on uh, Instagram, which is new for me. And, there, you know, you're always evolving. And I, I don't think that there's a perfect space to do it. I will tell you that doing it on your personal profile has overall been the scariest for everyone I've ever dealt with. And it was also the scariest for me. And I don't know what it is. I think that there's some kind of block where we think, oh my gosh, you know, 5,000 of my friends are going to be watching me. But the funny thing is, is that they're not, <laughs> you know, there's not going to be 5,000 people watching you because um, you don't know that they're going to be on at that time. You don't know if they're going to come up in their feed. But my favorite place to go is my favorite Facebook groups. Um, I actually run another Facebook group and it's called Wild Feminine Soulpreneurs. And it's just, it's really cool. And it kind of melds the inner work, some woo woo and a lot of business and how, you know, how to intertwine all of that. And um, it's exciting. We have almost a thousand members and everyone's interactive and 
I go in there almost every day now and do Facebook lives and I kind of just say, hey, good morning. I mean, it's the biggest thing I miss from working in corporate. I missed when I went out, you know, I don't have a team behind me. I'm here in my art studio in Michigan at my home. You know, it's it's not the same as it was when I was at corporate and I walked in every morning and said hello and had these had these conversations with people I spent time with every day. So my audience is like my corporate company now and I come to them live and I just say, you know, hey, this is what's going on or this is what's in my head. And, you know, sometimes it's professional and it's about business and sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's just like, hey, what's up? (laughs) I love it. So with uh, Creating Visibility You, what has been some of the greatest lessons learned? Hmm. That's a good question. Lessons learned. Lessons learned would be. Hmm. That's a good one. Because what we what we always ask our woman of inspiration is every business has a pain point, and and yeah. once we sort of uh, acknowledge what our pain point is, we can actually work with that. So maybe I'll ask you a different question in a different way. What would be your business pain point if you have one at all? I think that my business pain point would be, um, I think it's very common and I think it's, I know it is. I know it is. It's the inner voice inside that is not rooting me on. And it's, and it's the one that really kept me from, from hiding behind my own brand in the beginning and not being visible. It's the one that kind of defeats you. And a lot of times it's actually a story or a script that, um, that you didn't even write, you know, maybe there was a time in, you know, your childhood and it was an authority figure. It could be a parent, um, a grandparent, a sibling, a teacher, someone that you trusted that somehow made you feel as if you didn't deserve something special in life. And I think as women, we are always trying to prove ourselves. And the minute we try to prove something to everyone or to others, we we simply lose our power. And this is what keeps a lot of us from getting visible. And I, I, I know, I know that if I wouldn't have figured this out, I would be so far behind where I am right now. I mean, I can't even believe what's going on in my life. Every day I wake up, even on the bad days, and I'm like, you know what? At least I'm in control. At least I can decide where my future is going as opposed to fulfilling someone else's dream at a corporate company. While I learned, oh my gosh, so much amazing information from them, it definitely wasn't my soul path. And so it's, it's something to learn. It's something to practice, to get up every day. And no matter what you say to yourself, you kind of have to exercise it like a muscle and you have to overtalk it and go, you know what? Shut up. Because that's not the truth. I write my story. I am in control 
of my future and what I tell myself, you know, you got to like train, retrain your brain. So I came into entrepreneurship with a completely different mindset and I was scared and full of fear and I talked terribly to myself and I know that almost, I would say every single client I've ever worked with and everyone I've ever been in contact with on social media can relate to this. It's something that people don't talk about because everyone wants to be so positive. But when when we, you know, evolve as as women in business, and I swear to God, we're taking over the world. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so excited. Every You're time I wake up and watch the news or anything, it's like, wow. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's my takeaway. I, it, it took me, it took me a long time to learn this and I still revert back sometimes. I still have those days where I go, you know what? No one cares or, um, or you're, you know, why do you think you're so special? And I, I literally have to, you know, take a walk or do something else and figure out, why is this coming up again? You know, so we always have all this inner work to do before we can move up and scale our businesses and, you know, just up level. So Ali, are you speaking about your inner critic? Oh yeah. Or what I call like the imposter. The imposter. Yeah. I love that. So how do you work through that? So say uh, you wake up one morning, the imposter pays you a visit and starts talking about things that are moving you away from the very thing you want to do. What are some of your tricks? Well, you know, at first I didn't have any tricks. So that was the, that was the biggest thing. I, my tool bag was empty and um, I had to learn. I had to at first say, you know what? It's okay. You can have a bad day and you can lay down and, you know, in your bed and you can cry your eyes out, but you can only do it for this amount of time. That was my first rule. Like my first tool was giving me a time limit, you know, whether it was like five minutes or 10 minutes, because before I wouldn't do that. I would just slip into the abyss and you know, all of a sudden I'm losing a day or two days that I could have been marketing for my company or working on projects. And, you know, a lot of people associate this with depression, but really it's just unfinished business that we have that is, um, comes out shining, uh, when we go into entrepreneurial world, (laughs) it's, um, I always have said, you know, this, I have worked through more stuff than any psychiatrist would ever be able to help me with just becoming an entrepreneur. It's amazing. (laughs) And you save a lot more money. But um, I think that there is something to um, commitment and waking up and saying, how much do I want this? And that was another tool that I added to my bag early on is I literally would say that out loud, Allie, how much do you really want this? Because if you don't want it that much, then go get a job and forget all about this. And that's fine. And that's okay. And I knew when I answered back that the answer would always be, I want this really, really bad. 
Mm, I love it. And I love the fact you put a timeline on it. So it's okay to feel like this. But you know what, Ellie? Or Catherine, I should say, because I'm speaking to my inner critic. Yeah. You've only got 10 minutes of this. And then yep. you're done. Yeah. Love it. Kind of got to be a lady boss about it. You got to – You gotta. I don't like the term powering through or fake it till you make it because you, there's something to be said about in, embracing um, all the feelings you know, because they're there for a reason. But when they're sabotaging you and they're sabotaging your business and your personal life and you're, and then all of a sudden you're hiding and, you know, there's these little like leaks in your boat, I guess is what I, you know, I call them. Then you gotta, you know, that that's not good. Mm, So true. We actually, it was just the other day, um, I was sitting talking about uh, how, once you acknowledged your fear, so for example, it might be as simple as, and I, for me, I had a fear of success. So therefore, I could see it play out in my life where if my relationship got really good, then my saboteur would come out. If my business got really good, then my saboteur would come out. But now I acknowledge the patterns when my saboteur is present. And I used to use fake it till you make it, uh, which got me to where I am today, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But now oh, it's yeah. more so about allowing it to come through, acknowledging these patterns so that you can work with it. Because if you don't, if you push it away and pretend it's not there, it will come out um, and you won't be even, you won't even be aware of it. It will just happen because it's at, at that un- deep unconscious level. But it does happen. And now that I'm awake to it and, and it comes out, I'll go, okay, you know, f- five minutes, I, don't, I didn't give it, I don't, I don't realize that I'm, I'm giving it a time, but I allow it and then I, I work with it. So every time exactly. it comes, and it comes back weaker and weaker every time. Yes, that's what I mean. So it did take me a long time to get to this mindset, this point. Um, I guess I would call it a maturity point in my emotional intelligence. Um, and it was a lot of work. But you know what? I'm kind of at that same spot where I, I, I see her, I feel her, and I'm going, you know what? That's not me, and I know you're here, and that's totally fine. But I'm going to do something else, you know. And but it took me a while to get there. Mm, it does take some time. It does take some work. So, Ali, as we always ask our woman of inspiration to pick one word that best describes her personal brand. So, what would be that one word for you? That word is light. Um, I feel that I am a light in this world, and that I am kind of that that person that people are attracted to me because they know that I will accept them any way they are. And that, that moment that I have with them where they understand that and they see it right away. I didn't even, they saw it before I saw it. They're the ones that told me that was my word. They're the ones that said I was light. I mean, they literally wrote that to me and I would I would blush. I would say, oh, no, that's not me. And now I, I realize that that is me, that I, I make people feel better because I accept them for exactly who they are and it, with the good and the bad. And I just I absolutely am a people person, a relationship person before every other label that I am in this world. Mm, <laughs> and, I can tell. Yeah. Mm. 
It's beautiful, and I, I would pick light for you, absolutely. The other thing, Ali, that uh, we do as we wrap up the show, we always ask our woman of inspiration to leave three golden nuggets for our listeners. So what would be those three shiny golden nuggets that you would like to leave for our listeners? Okay, so first of all, I would um, I would ask for you to be good to yourself, and we all write these stories, and you know what the cool thing is about being human is that you're in control of your brain and your body and your decisions, even when it doesn't seem like it. The power of pen to paper and literally rewriting your story is super powerful. Do that. Don't get in. You don't have to get into the habit of, oh, I have to journal every single day. That's not what I mean. Just write something down that is good about you today. Rewrite whatever you're saying to yourself. Um, I also would say, get out of the perfectionist mode. All of my clients are perfectionists, and the people that I attract are perfectionists, and they're all at different levels. I've had some that are extreme. Now, while I believe that there are really good values to being a perfectionist because I'm kind of a recovering one, so I know there's value to it. You know, we're the ones that that triple check. We're the ones that um, are going to make sure that everything gets done. You know, we're the ones that bring everybody together. And, um, you know, there's all these good aspects, but it will sabotage you in your business. Um, there's always room for growth. And examine if this is a trait of yours, examine where you can free yourself up and have some fun have some, you know, just not take yourself so seriously because then you give your energetic field like this space to breathe and invite a new set of traits that serve you better. And the last golden nugget or what I like to call jewels (laughs) is always experiment in your business This is difficult for some women who are really killing it out there. Like they're, they're doing really well. And so their fear might be, well, everything's going so well. Like, I don't want to mess with the system. You know, I don't want to experiment because I'm making six or seven figures. Why should I mess with the recipe? Because at some point it's going to, it's going to bottom out. It's going to doll out. I don't know when that will happen. It could be years. But why not have some fun and experiment in your business all the time? This could be doing a Facebook Live. This could be um, maybe you're you're an introvert and you're constantly, um, you know, online and you like that. You like to email people, message people, post and all these things. Maybe it's time to go out on stage. You know, there it, it's kind of like that alter ego that you were talking about before where you have to just embrace that and and go, you know, what would she do? Because I always think of myself as, um, you know, there is an alter ego to me. Uh, I call her Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> and, you know, she is definitely more brave than me and she's more fun. 
And she has a lot of big ideas. And I listen to her a lot more now. And I I know that everybody else out there has something that they want to do. And, you know, if you're bored or you're stuck in a rut and you're feeling like you're doing the same thing, attracting the same clients, and it's very routine, this is good to a certain extent. But, you know, if you never experiment with your company, you're never going to actually experience it and be able to evolve to the next level. And there's always a next level. Mm, so true. Absolutely. I love it. So, Ali, how can our listeners find you? Yeah, so um, I would love if everyone went to redunicornmedia.com and check me out there. I've got all of my work, um, all of the things that you can, um, you know, check check out my portfolio. You can access the visibilityu.com uh, course from the Red Unicorn Media website. Um, it, you know, I have a blog and I, I'm just as, you know, real and fun. It's actually a vlog. So I blog and I vlog. So there's, you know, that's a video attached to the to the article. And it's it's a lot of fun. Um, there's not much difference in the way that you hear me, or see me or read me, or if you were here in my studio here in Michigan, um, that, you know, that's the best place to access me. And, you know, my favorite platform is Facebook. So if you search for me, you know, my name's Allie Jean, and that's A-L-L-E-Y, and then Jean with a J. And I'm, I'm there. I'm like, that's my home. <laughs> that's, that, that's where I'm, that's where I'm at. And you'll, you know, you can find me and all, all the goodness there. Thank you so much, Ali, for your time, your energy, your inspiration. Just love what you do. Keep on doing what you do. And I'm sure our listeners are just going to get a lot out of this interview. So thank you so much. You're welcome. I'm honored to be here. That brings us to the end of another episode. I hope you enjoyed the show as it is my mission to reach out and inspire as many individuals like you. And one of the best ways to help us achieve this goal is by giving us a good review on iTunes. It's easy and it only takes about 10 seconds. If you have any questions or special guests that you would like to hear from, please send us an email to support at katherineplano.com.au and we will get right back to you. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter or Facebook at Catherine Plano. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. Until next week, please take care.